Good morning, living word. Good morning, morning, manaites. God bless you. Welcome to this day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you all for joining me again on this morning, manna podcast as we strive for personal excellence, the best I can be. That is my topic for today. The best I can be, striving for personal excellence excellence. Have you asked yourself the question, am I the best that I can be? Am I doing the best that I can do? Am I just average? Am I just, am I above average or even worse? Am I below average? Am I an overachiever or underachiever? Am I succeeding? Am I growing? Am I increasing? Or am I just just not going anywhere, just settled for whatever life is? Have you just given up on life? Have you given up on yourself? Sometimes we just don't even recognize that we have stopped growing. We have not we don't even recognize that. We have stopped doing the things that will cause us to increase and to, uh, and to grow and become better at each and every day. I absolutely believe that as we grow older, we should become wiser and not, not just wiser, but more knowledgeable. And because we become more knowledgeable, because we become wiser, we do things better. We become more efficient, right? We make less mistakes. So we should be consistently growing. The Bible says we should always be abounding. There should be a process that continues in our lives that pushes us to towards perfection. Paul said, I don't act like I've already apprehended it, but I will press towards the mark of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. Simply means Paul refused to sit on his laurels. He made sure that he was pushing ahead. He was doing something that's going to bring him to a place of increase, increase in knowledge, increase in wisdom, increase in anointing. And all of us should have a process that produces growth. The Bible said we should always be grow, growing, right? We should go from milk to bread and from bread to meat. There's always a process that should be in place for us. So I want to encourage somebody today. Uh, maybe you have just not even thought about it. Maybe you just can't be bothered. But listen, I want you to be bothered. It's your life. You only have one life. You should live it at the maximum, not at the minimum. And I absolutely believe your first step, of course, is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And once you do that, you are now positioned yourself to maximize, maximize life. Jesus said, I come that you may have life, have a life at the maximum, life abundantly. And so you and I, we're not really called out of darkness to sit down and do nothing. We've been called to always continuously strive to overcome obstacles, to tell mountains to move out of our ways. You know, and all the things that Jesus dealt with, you know, winds and waves. He just woke up and said, peace, be still. He wasn't going to let those things stop him from achieving 
his goals and fulfilling his purpose in the earth realm. And so we want to explore the importance of personal growth and why it is crucial for each one of us to strive to be the best version of ourselves in Christ Jesus. Remember, this is all in Christ Jesus. This is not you trying to be the best you. <laughs> because the Bible said our heart is desperately wicked. Who can trust it? So all this that I'm talking about is in Christ Jesus, right? Remember I said prosperity without holiness is just rich, but you are wicked. We don't want that. We want, we want to be prosperous in holiness. We want to be the best we can be in Christ, right? And so we're going to talk something about those things in today. And we're going to use scripture references um, to show what it is that I'm talking about. And why is it, why is it why we must strive to be our best? You know, we have our motto in church, when excellence becomes tradition, there's no end to greatness. Simply means we must be on a process for continuous improvement. I remember in the secular realm, we had that process in place. When I worked at UM, we always had that process in place. It's called continuous improvement. No matter what we're doing, we can find ways to do it more efficiently or even better. Okay, so why is it that we should strive to be our best? Number one, it allows fulfillment and satisfaction. When we actively pursue personal growth and strive for excellence, we experience a deep sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. And by continuously improving ourselves, we tap into our unique talents, our passions and potentials, which lead to a more meaningful and a purposeful life. When you get to the end of your life, which eventually we are going to get there, are we going to look back and say, man, I wish I had done that. I had time to do it, but I didn't do it. I kept on putting it off. And now you wish you had done it. Now you're at the place where you can't do it any longer. Hey, you have the energy. You have the strength now. Do what you should be doing. Stop putting stuff off. Stop procrastinating. Get busy and advancing yourself. You know, no matter what your career is, seek the path for advancement. Seek the path for growth. Don't be afraid of accepting other responsibilities. Just know that if God is with you, that nothing is too hard for God. There's nothing too hard for you. Why do we also, number two, is that we, we create a positive impact on our relationships and in our communities. When we commit to become the best version of ourselves, we positively influence those around us. Our personal growth ripples outwards. It enhances our relationships, our communities, and even society as a whole. And so by embodying excellence, we inspire and encourage others to do the same. When we're walking in excellence and people are walking alongside us, that's good encouragement. Yeah, I like being around positive thinkers. I love being around people who have a vision to do great things. They're not just sitting around moaning and crying about what they are not able to do, but they figure it out. <laughs> they find a way to Get it done. You know, in the military, we had the, the one thing they told us to be, we must have a can-do attitude. Whatever the mission is, we must have the attitude that it can be done. <laughs> and I hope that after this 
podcast today that you all will develop that attitude that it can be done. I can grow. I can achieve. I can increase. I don't need to be stagnant, be stuck in the same place forever. Doors are opening. Windows opportunities are coming my way. And as, as you continue to believe that, then those things will begin to happen to you. It also gives us the opportunity to honor the gifting that God has given us. Amen. In Proverbs 16 and 3, the new living, um, the NIV says, commit to the Lord whatever you do. He will establish your plans. And so by striving for personal excellence, we honor the gifts and abilities that God has bestowed upon us. It's an act of gratitude and stewardship to use these gifts to the fullest extent and make a positive impact on the world. Remember the servants that the master given um, uh, five talents and two and one. And remember the reward that went to the ones who increased on their talents. And remember what happened to the one who hid his talent, did nothing with it. He was cast into outer darkness, and the master called him a good for nothing. Hey, I refuse to be a good for nothing. And I pray that you refuse to be a good for nothing too. So are there some clear steps that we can use um, to make sure that we are advancing, that we are growing, that we are striving for personal excellence? Absolutely. And I'm just going to talk about five of them. I'm pretty sure there's people with a whole lot more or different things that you can do. But these five basic things that we must do to make sure that we always strive. Number one, we must have clear goals. What is your does? What is your plan for today? What is your goal for today? What do you want to achieve um, today? It's important that you define define. I need to get some more coffee. Define um, uh, the areas of, of your life, such as your career, relationships, personal development, and, and, and spiritual growth. You must define what you want to achieve in all those areas. How? What do you want for your career? What about your relationships? What about personal development? And most important, what about your spiritual growth? What is your plan for, for, growth, for you to grow spiritually? What is your plan? Do you plan on growing spiritually at all? <laughs> Do you read your word consistently, seeking out those scriptures that's going to get me moving in the right direction? Or just, you know, your Bible reading and just, okay, so I, I checked it off. I read today, I checked it off. And it, 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 you, you don't remember what you read you don't memorize anything. You don't meditate on anything. You just want to check it off, say you read the word. Well, reading the word alone is not going to do you any good. You must apply the word to your life in order to have it do any good in your life, such as your career. What, what are your plans for your career? Are you plan just staying in that one position the whole time? Or do you have see a path of increase? Do you see a path of promotion? Do you see a path of even becoming better at what you do? Remember, you know, sometimes your increase, sometimes your promotion simply comes by you being the best you can be at the position you're at. Your gift is going to get you recognized. 
hard work gets you recognized. Yes, it does. Eventually, somebody's going to recognize you and promote you. The Bible said in Proverbs 6 and 3, before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not yourself. Then every plan you make will succeed. One of the things I've learned a long time ago is this. If we fail to plan, we plan to fail. Okay? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But make sure you have a plan for your life. Write it down. Put it on your refrigerator. What you want to become. You know, what you want to do. Be always consistently growing. One of the things that I also always make sure I do, make sure I'm reading something, make sure I'm learning something new. I, I you know, I, I take, I spend more time watching and watching documentaries so I can learn more than being entertained. You know, I spend more time reading to grow, to gain knowledge that I can share, not just for myself, but also that I can share knowledge also because I feel like I am doing nothing. I'm useless if I am not on the growth process. I've always got to be on a growth process. And so should you, right? Set specific targets, set dates, make a plan and, and go step by step. And you see how growth will happen in your life. The second thing we need to do is to have a growth mindset. Have the mind that you can grow. Have the mind that you can do all things through Christ that strengthen you. Don't give up. Don't be weak-minded, but be strong. You know, like I said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You got to develop a growth mindset. Know that you must grow. Stagnant waters start smelling after a while. So you want to keep it moving. You want to keep growing. You want to keep expanding. You want to figure out ways how to better yourself. You want to figure out how to fix up the things around you. Amen. Don't you get tired of seeing your living room the same way? I know I do. You always got to figure, let's just change something around. Can we make this better? And if you're cooking a certain meal all the time, do you ever say, can I make this better? If there's some changes I can do to this, make it a little more tasty or a little different because you know what that does? It activates your creative, your creativity, your creative mindset gets activated. And that's what you want. You want your mind. God gave us this thing called our mind. It's very powerful. It has no limits. And so we want to use it. So we must develop a growth mindset. <laughs> Hey, if we don't develop a growth mindset, we're going to get left behind. I'm reminded, back in the day, right, there's something called the Blackberry. Y'all remember the Blackberry? Some of y'all don't even know what a Blackberry is. But I'm a, a few years ago, when I was a manager, we all had Blackberries. It was the number one selling thing out there. We had to have it. Everybody had to have it. But do you see Blackberries now? <laughs> Hardly nobody has Blackberries anymore. They come and they're gone. Why? They didn't innovate. They didn't keep keep it going like they should. Mike, um, um, Apple came with an iPhone, and once the iPhone came out, every single year they innovate. They make it better. They increase every single year. They don't sit on their loyal laurels. They strive to make it better every year. And so they're still the number one selling smartphone 
out there is the iPhone. And so listen, it's because they have a growth mindset. The operating system, they upgrade it just about every year. You know, you have a new OS, a new operating system. Same thing with your computers. They upgrade it, always innovating um, because they have a growth mindset. They can't stand still. They stand still. They get left behind like the Blackberry. We don't want to get left behind. We want to continuously grow. In Proverbs 20, verse 13, I really like this scripture. Y'all going to like it too. It says, if you spend all your time sleeping, you'll grow poor. <laughs> so wake up, sleepyhead. Don't sleep on the job. Then there'll be plenty of food on your table. Amen. So stop you sleeping. Stop doing nothing. That's what that means. You know, stop just, you know, stop, just stop being stopped. <laughs> if that makes sense. Time to get moving. Get your career going. Get your life going. Get your relationships going. If you're not satisfied with your relationship, do what it takes to fix it. Fix it if at all possible. The Bible said we must live at peace with all men. And so fix it. Your spouses not getting along. Figure out what's going to get you all to a place where you get along. Stop just settling and just saying, ah, oh, figure it out. You can. Life is not that complicated. All right. So we got to keep on growing. We got to strive for excellence. We want, we want excellence in our relationships. We want excellence in our family, excellence in our career, excellence in our relationship with God. I want to make sure like pleasing God is my chief aim, and that should be yours too. Step number three is continuous learning and improvement. Proverbs 18 and 15 said, The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge, for the heirs of the wise seek it out. So that means you're always seeking out knowledge, right? So to become the best we can be, we must commit to lifelong learning. Engage in personal development activities, pursue new knowledge, acquire new skills, seek wisdom from trusted sources, and embrace this attitude of a lifelong learner. Amen. Don't stop learning. I said it before. Each and every day, we should become a little wiser, a little bit more knowledgeable, do things a little bit more efficiently. Amen. It is so important that we do that. Step number four, embrace resilience and perseverance. James 1 and 12 says, blessed is the one who perseveres on the trials because having stood the test, that person will receive a crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. In the pursuit of personal excellence, challenges are going to come your way. It is essential to cultivate resilience and perseverance, allowing setbacks to strengthen and refine us rather than discourage us. Use your setback as a stepping stone. Use it as a learning opportunity. It's not there to destroy you. It's not there to stop you. It's just there to teach you that your process was not correct. So you just have to regroup and fix your process. But you got to be resilient. You got to be person who persevere. The Bible says in Proverbs 24 and 10, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. 
the I like the message version. It puts it this way. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. <laughs> so don't give up. Don't fall to pieces when you're striving for excellence and the crisis happened. Because you know crisis is going to happen. You know, we have an adversary. The Bible says he come to kill, steal, and to destroy. I mean, he just come to just mess up everything you're trying to do, ruin your plans and all that kind of stuff. But if you fall to pieces in a crisis, it wasn't much to you in the first place. That's what scripture says. So you make sure you be strong in the Lord. Be very courageous. Don't give up. You can do all things through Christ. That strengthens you. And lastly... Surround yourself with positive influences. That is so important. How can two walk unless they agree? If you're going up and the other person you're hanging around with is going down, mm -mm. it's easier to go down than it is to go up. <laughs> okay? And so if you're hanging around people going down, they will drag you down with them. So you make sure you surround yourself with positive influences. Proverbs 13 verse 20 says this, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. You see, the people that we surround ourselves with, it significantly impact our personal growth. So you want to seek out individuals who uplift you, support you, and challenge you to be your best. Surround yourself with mentors, role models, and friends who inspire and encourage you along this journey of being the best that you can be. Amen. It's important. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, 15 and 33, it says this. Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good manners. Bad company corrupts good manners. Um, the passing translation says, so stop fooling yourselves. Evil companions will corrupt good morals and character. And so if we're going to be the best we can be, you may have to drop off some of your friends. Mm, drop them off and don't pick them up again <laughs> because you want to get ahead. You want to move ahead. You want to do things differently. You want to be the best you can be. You don't want to be coming into work late with a group of folks who come into late. You don't want to be among that number. You don't want to be part of the people who don't get their projects done, who the supervisor constantly have to correct and go over their work and fix their work. You don't want to be that person. No, you want to be the person that your manager can trust, right? Because you, you do things in excellence. Be the best you can be. It takes energy. It takes courage. It takes perseverance. Yes, it does. But you can do it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So in conclusion, the pursuit of personal excellence is not merely about achieving success or reaching a destination. It's a lifelong journey of growth. A lifelong journey of of self-discovery and making a positive impact on the world around us. And so by setting clear goals, developing a growth mindset, embracing continuous learning, cultivating resilience, and surrounding ourselves with positive influences, we can strive to be the best version of ourselves in Christ Jesus. 
Amen. And so as we embarked on this journey to be the best we can be, let us not forget to honor the gifts and the abilities that God has bestowed upon us. Let us commit ourselves to run the race of life with dedication, purpose, and a burning desire to become the best that we can be. Amen. And when excellence becomes a tradition, there is no end to greatness. And so I pray that I have motivated you to at least think about it. Are you the best you can be? Are you doing the, the things that you should do? Are you, are you achieving? Are you going forward? Or have you just been slipping backwards? Has, every, has your, your friends and everybody just gone and left you behind? Hmm? Is that you? Well, if that's you, let me encourage you to wake up. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding up the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come. So get moving. Our bodies are designed to move. And so let's get moving. Let's strive to be the best we can be in all areas of our lives. Spiritually, emotionally, relations, in our relationships, in our careers. I want to encourage you to be the best that you can possibly be. So nobody can have anything negative to say about your work, your attitude, your character. Amen. Your relationship with God. Why? Because you are striving to be the best you can be. Amen. Well, so let us pray. Father, we thank you again for your word. We love your word, Father. Your word is full of wisdom, full of understanding and encouragement. In your word, Father, we receive instruction. We receive correction. God will receive direction. And so we thank you for your word. And I pray, God, that we will develop a growth mindset, that we're always striving to be better, to be more like Christ. And the same mind that was in Christ, let that mind also be in us. And as Paul encouraged us, that we should press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, that we should not rest on our laurels, but we should press. And so I pray that today, Father, that those who are listening to this podcast will be motivated, God, to consider where they stand, to consider whether they're going or they're coming, whether they're succeeding or they're failing at what they do. Now, whether they're failing in life or failing in their relationship with you. But Father, I pray they will begin to examine themselves. Your word said we should examine ourselves to see if we're still in the faith. And so I pray that through self-examination and through comparing themselves with your word, they will take the necessary steps to strive to become better, to grow and to increase and grow in the knowledge of you, our God, and that your anointing and your power and your grace may be continuously increasing upon them. Father, we thank you for doing it. We thank you for being in our midst. We thank you for the favor that's on our heads, the increase on our hands, the swiftness on our feet. We thank you for forgiving our past preserving our present, guaranteeing our future, for there is not a feeble one amongst us. 
We're healthy, wealthy, strong in you, O God, in the power of your might. For though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. And for this, Father, we give you thanks and praise. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.